0: houses like the yeah, living standard yeah, yeah. is so different
1: just like I other.
0: understand it's understandable because these houses are really old and some of them when they get remodeled renovated and stuff sometimes you need to pull everything out and, mm. and install new things you know yeah. so you can also notice even if it's a new new made floor you can notice the, like how bad it was before, kind of, mm, ish, you yeah. know, things like that. And I'm not trying to sound like I'm picky or anything. I've mm. just noticed that's a huge difference. No, you're because of huh?
2: course you're gonna no. that, too, that, sort of
0: too. Yeah, that too. That too. Yeah. That too. Yeah. So that's that. That. But one thing I would say that you guys got better is the Muslim community yes. and mm. the mosques and everything. Like. I volunteer a lot, a masjid in Manchester called Al-Farqan mm. Oh yeah, that's one of the reasons why I moved to Manchester by the way So, I absolutely love that place Me, when I'm there on the weekends, it makes me so happy to see the little kids like, When it's prayer time, they pray but After the salah, everyone is not running up and going They're sitting down doing their atkar, like literally with mm. the teacher And it's just like so amazing And I'm like, if I grew up like this, mm. that would be amazing Alhamdulillah, I'm, I'm thankful for my upgrowth mm. but i feel like that's a part of like Dean that i didn't have Mm. growing up like my dad and my mom they would try to teach us things which wallahi i'm so thankful for because Mm. that built up my base so Mm. we're
2: all wondering like you live in manchester now summer yeah man you're
1: messy (laughs) you better be careful with this one
0: i'm not gonna say anything because i'm not really a football fan (laughs)
1: Uh, now nah, swedish people usually support man united isn't it oh
0: you're trying to generalize that now <laughs> Why? Wow, i see that
1: <laughs> <laughs> i have a
0: couple of friends that are city fans i have friends that are united fans
1: recently city fans
0: yeah i would say one recently city fan and one one of my other friends has been a city fan since like i think she was a kid or something most people i bump into are united fans fans in, in manchester like that i would you, know what about you though what about you me I can't, I can't, if you were
1: to pick one, I
0: can't pick one because you know, in order to like, a, no, 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 in order to like and <laughs> support a team, you need to kind of know something about them. Do you get it? I can't say, oh yeah, Man United because my friends like them. Do you get it? <laughs> it's not gonna work like that. <laughs> Personally, uh, I've tried getting into football. I can't. It doesn't work for really? me. Really? Yeah. Is it that good? I'm barely getting into like. Okay, I've been into NBA for a while, mm. but I'm barely like still trying to understand a lot of things in basketball. Okay. I don't think I can hack, hack football. I
2: don't watch, I don't i don't really watch sports like that really know. oh no basketball is so it's much football, fun basketball. to watch
0: Ball. honestly the
1: only thing we watch is match of the day yeah. really yeah, that's the only thing i'm not no, gonna watch the same. whole match just sitting there come on unless they're two big teams
0: like oh yeah I'm no but there's some that. people that are like over analyze everything and it's so like whoa you know a lot about others it's just like yeah, <laughs> <of the> <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say it's it's a bad thing it's actually a good thing because like whoa yeah they're really
2: interesting these
0: they're, yeah team. like they're, they're so into it yeah, passionate. the only thing I would get passionate about is if it's if it's the World Cup and Sweden is playing, yeah. or if it's the European club, a Cup and Sweden is playing. Did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> like you know, when Sweden was playing um, the recent um, European. Oh,
1: England cup. won it against them. Yeah, yeah, they did. And you guys started
0: smashing what IKEA. Yeah,
1: semi-final. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: like, I they ass. started.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Sweden did so good though. I was so no, surprised. No, 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 no,
2: about Ibrahimovic.
0: Ibrahimovic, what do I think of him? Yeah. Do you mean as a person or as a player? Both. I mean. He he's amazing, honestly speaking. Like he's good. Um, growing up, I know that a lot of kids looked up to him. Mm-hmm. Like I know he was like a funny. role model yeah. for little boys. Yeah. Um, I've not watched his interviews and stuff to kind of tell you his personality. Oh, they're funny. Uh-huh? They're
1: funny, they're funny. They're funny.
0: They're fu- <laughs> <are> they funny? <laughs> yeah,
1: no, no. <laughs> he's the most funniest guy ever. He goes <laughs> start to say no. Yeah. No, go out. So, know, I yeah, started. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
0: really. Serious. Yeah. No, I mean I mean Swedish people are actually quite funny. Like I mean ethnic not as ethnic Swedish but you know, with other ethnic backgrounds. Yeah. They're hilarious. Okay, so I know in like Norway they have what do they call it? Kebabnoshk. Yeah, kebab. Okay, well, yeah. Yes. Like in Sweden that would be like Utten Sanska. Utten. is like third Ut is like the outskirts. Oh not really the outskirts, more like these other areas where they're filled with like um other ethnic minorities, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um it's a whole like language mixed with Swedish, Turkish, Kurdish, Somali, Arabic, it's mad. Like it's actually crazy. Like you will see like um oh, man man can't do this, they'll be like, Oh Benim can't house or something like that. Benim kaninti Benim orkarinti Like do you get it Benim is a word In Turkish for me Like I But they use it in Swedish Do you get it, they, uh, they it Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> It's like nowadays I hear a lot of people Using Wallahi
0: and stuff Yeah Oh yeah in Sweden In Sweden oh. Say I, Wallah It's just such a normal I hate like, it no,
1: I think it died out here now Yeah it but I've seen like
2: Interviews where they ask Like Canadians now Like Yeah.
0: Oh yeah but like in Canada yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah It's, it's just less. Yeah. So people like <laughs> up.
2: It's
0: like a male version Of turning up Wallahia. But yeah Wallahi It's, it's quite sad because that means like in the name of Allah so it's sad for it to be used as something casual do you get it because you're not supposed to say like unless you actually do you get it mm. <laughs> so it's, it's a heavy word but it's become it's, it's become a slang it, it has you
2: know so nice. they're using every third I know. Yeah.
0: I know I know I it's, know it's, well, what we think about is quite sad but um, I realized there's this um, French artist called Ayana Kamura mm. and there's a song she has it's called 40% and, sh- and she uses the word wallah in it as well. I was so shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up because I'm trying to learn French this month. <laughs> mm. I looked up the lyrics and I was like, uh, "What? How was long does so it like, take to
2: learn a language? How much of French did you
0: learn?" If I take it seriously, I could pretty much like hack it within a month or two. Within a month or two, yeah. I think I could, yeah. Because
2: school uh-huh. for like three years. No,
0: I time. can't do that. School learning is so slow well i i use anything i can find any tv shows i can find i'll jump on it any youtube videos i can find for like basics i'll jump on it anything i can find like any kind of resource i'll take it like any apps i can use because me the way i understand language is i don't just try to learn the grammar structure like by actually studying it i just look at two different sentences and two different like um let's say time like as intense as let's say past tense future tense and i'll just understand why it's spent like that compare it to another word and understand why it's bent like that if it's a male or a female i'll understand why it's a male and why it's a female okay. like in my head i'll be like oh and i'll just connect another word together and i'll just but the thing is i'm not confident
1: are you sure which about is, that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you really sure about <laughs> yeah, that yeah, question yeah
0: which is so bad because that kind of stops me from actually making mistakes so i love to learn it i, I won't say something if i'm sure of it so i wouldn't be because you know confident people like wallahi really confident people they'll say anything like honestly anything even if they get it wrong they're willing to like get it wrong just to get it right i wish i had that in me <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe that i'd try. learn better <laughs> i can always try <laughs> it's like i have oh, so many arab horsemates mates right now and i understand arabic but i can't speak it mm. And sometimes when I know a certain word or a sentence, I know it, mm-hmm. but like, I'll be like, oh, is it, is it like, mm, but is it like this? And I, like, I say it really slow. Mm-hmm. So I won't just be like, oh, yeah, is that how you say that? And it's so annoying because I'll constantly ask after every single word, is, it, is the word pronounced exactly like this? And it'll just be like, but is it pronounced like this? And I'm already pronouncing it right. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah,
2: that's, you're never, yeah, that's the
0: thing. Yeah, and that's something I need to practice. Yeah, I need to practice that. I need to practice that. I'll be like confidently saying one sentence and I'll be like, Wait, did I get it right? But what about that word? What about the word at the end? <laughs> but yeah, so architectural engineering is pretty much like you're doing um architecture. But you're also doing the engineering bit of it. Mm-hmm. So let's say an architect and an engineer, when it comes to building something, the architect comes up with the um design mm-hmm. and for the engineer it's more like is this gonna is this realistic, is it gonna work? Mm-hmm. Or is it not gonna work? And what happens a lot is, I mean, you did civil engineering, you yes. said, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happens a lot is they clash mm-hmm. because, of course, for an architect, the design is so important. So they're thinking, mm-hmm. no matter what you do, I want this design, but you make it work kind of thing. So the role of an architectural engineer is kind of like to do both, mm-hmm. whereas you understand the design and you'll understand it, but you'll also know what would be possible and realistic and what could work mm-hmm. and what could not work. So when you're building a, a building you don't want it to fall apart mm-hmm. like after a year or two mm-hmm.
2: like well, yeah. that, that's what we think about uh-huh. the architects
0: yeah the architects do not think about that it's like we want it to look buildings. like this and it's going to look like this mm-hmm. but you need to think about how sustainable is this how yes. how, how like uh, can you maintain this building uh, you know you need to think about um the weight like how much how many people is it going to bear yes. every single point where there's pressure is it going to be handling it there's so many things that you can learn about like different kind of structures and it's so interesting i have one engineering principles module right now and it's so interesting because it's all about the structure of a building Mm -hmm. not just a building like structure in general and different kind of structures different kind of forces that act on like objects and stuff and let's say our recent assignment was to look at a building and kind of guess or figure out what's the uh, columns in the building what's holding it together what materials are used let's say if it's concrete and steel how does it go together Mm. so it's just it's really interesting so um we get to study engineering alongside um, architecture Mm -hmm. which is so good because in the future for even employability and stuff it's even better because like you'll need an architectural engineer to kind of do both of it Mm -hmm. instead of like maybe getting an an engineer and then an architect
1: i'm a computer scientist so i don't (laughs) know nothing about (laughs) engineering well yeah now you're doing two things at the same time Mm -hmm. so if you were to choose which one would you go for like you have yours um youtube your projects etc Yeah And then you have this career Side by side Yeah
0: Um, I get this question asked a lot I remember even like When I was studying in Sheffield I was at a lab um, For one of my modules Mm. And One of the Um instructor they must have just found out i was speaking up a couple of languages mm. and like how come you're studying engineering if you're like a language genius mm. kind of thing right mm. and i was like for me um languages has always been a hobby i don't personally believe if i took it as a career let's say let's say if i continue with my youtube and mm. language experience and blog that but then actually choosing language as a career mm. um i'll probably get bored of it mm. so For me, YouTube is always going to be something I do on the side. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: But my career is something I'm passionate about in life. That's how I see it. Um, With social media, it does get quite difficult, especially when your followers go up. Mm. It's like, you realize that um, everything that you say... Yeah, yeah. Because, wallahi, everything that you say, you're going to be held accountable for it. Mm. And not only that, that, the second question is, is whatever you're saying in any way whatsoever beneficial to these people? Or is it just drawing them further away from Allah mm-hmm. and that's something that you need to pay attention to because you're not living this life to be on a social platform and be seen by everybody mm-hmm. you're living this life to worship and obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and live it in the way that Allah has told you to live it mm-hmm. so if I'm blessed with a huge audience and a huge following mm-hmm. I don't want to use that in a wrong way and then mm-hmm. later on gain nothing, everything that I'm gaining in dun- dunya, I don't want that to result in me gaining nothing in my akhirah mm-hmm. so it's, it's quite difficult because there's a lot of things that you need to be careful of like the things that you say the things that you post like everything you need to be careful of it knowing that you have a huge audience with that I'm not saying you're supposed to be out here and give da'wah 24-7 mm-hmm. I feel like the way you carry yourself is a form of da'wah as well so let's say I always like my YouTube videos I always started off with like assalamu alaikum everybody mm-hmm. you know which one? Which one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I just say But I was like, So, uh, but yeah, so I tried to do these little things. um You know, even like constantly saying like, like like the word of Allah, like just literally constantly saying, Alhamdulillah, inshallah like SubhanAllah, Mashallah. Things like that. It's just, it shows your character as well. And I feel like things like that. It's a simple reminder for people mm-hmm. Because let's say If you get, get something today mm-hmm. Your first reaction is like Alhamdulillah mm-hmm. The people around you Are going to be like Oh this person is God conscious mm-hmm. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. Which is such a good thing Because sometimes They might not be And that might inspire them to be
3: mm-hmm. I
0: see people And when I see them speak In a way I'm just like Mesmerized by it. After every sentence They're like May Allah grant you Jannah It's like How can you speak so beautifully It's just like It's amazing And I aspire to speak Like that kind of thing You know um, so with a huge following, there's a lot to take into consideration. Another, another thing is as well, music. I listen to music, but I try to as much as I can sometimes to kind of separate that from whatever I do uh, in the public. Because at the end of the day, you can't ignore that that's a sin um, Regardless of how huge of a th- sin Or small of a sin you believe it is um, Sinning publicly and sinning in private Is completely different And with how things are so normalized Now it's so difficult to actually like Do things the right way mm. So um, things like that Is things I've started to be conscious of um, So like, I just try to that it, Even if my following keeps growing That I just make da'a that ilahi doesn't Change the purpose I have with it And the mindset I have with it and that I just I can use it to the best of my ability. Yeah. Let's say if I'm blessed with people actually generally caring about what I'm saying and wanting to listen to me, I want them to take something from me which they feel like they benefit from, rather than just wasting their time. Yeah.
2: No, but a lot of people don't think like that. They just think about
0: <laughs> the money and the people. Yeah, you know, yeah, like I know. Like it
2: costs the most corruption. <laughs>
0: the <person laughs> more views yeah, and Subhanallah, sometimes. Sometimes all of that will get to your head. All of that will get to your head, like definitely, like especially when it comes to quick fame. Have you like seen,
2: like let's say for example, like you post something, you get a lot of likes on it. Yeah. Life, and then you post something else, you don't get a lot of likes on it. Yeah. Life. And then do you ever to sit there and compare? Because they say like social media is a
0: drug, isn't
1: it. Yeah.
0: it it is. Do you think it
1: like, is. Oh, be you honest, honest as well. Has that yeah, happened I'll be to you? Honest, huh?
0: <laughs> happened. Um, some pictures, yeah. I'm like, how come? How come this is getting less likes? But then, at the same time... Yeah, some pictures, I'm like that. But at the same time, personally, mm. growing up in this social media scene, I've never... I don't know. Even when I was younger, I've never cared about likes. Let's say I would have like friends or cousins that would be like, oh, I like my post. Like, you no know, people that message you to like it, share it, and okay. stuff. It's okay, because yeah, yeah, to I them yeah but to them to them it's important and you can see how important it is whereas to me i just post and i go it was never it was never like something i cared about but Mm -hmm. i respect it when other people care about it because at the end of the day it's just something that they care about you know Mm -hmm. but personally no some pictures i do compare and say oh but it's not something i'm like worried about it's not something Mm -hmm. i'm like oh no and i'll delete it you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just like yeah i don't care Something shocked me though when I get a lot of like likes or a lot of engagement. I'm like, "Whoa, okay, I'm interesting." (laughs) I was just like a bit like overwhelming. I remember my Snapchat reached like thirty thousand views one time, and I was like, "What is going on? Why are thirty thousand people watching me right now?" And it was just Mm. like like it was a bit scary (laughs) because I used to get scared of like 1,000, 2,000 people and I took a break from Snapchat for like a year yeah (laughs) oh yeah I used to do this thing where so I started like okay 2016 when some other features was new Mm -hmm. I kind of featured on it it was like 3,000 to 5,000 followers Uh, we're speaking a bit Korean a lot of people followed me from there so since then I've kind of been doing my daily Snapchat vlogs Mm -hmm. but with a larger audience Mm -hmm. so it would go up to 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 like 10,000 but Last summer, when we reached like 30,000, that to me was like, what is going on? And that was all through like discovery and stuff, you know. Now it goes mm. around and stuff, but it was a bit like scary, but at the same time, I feel like it, make, it makes me realize what do I want people to see at the end of the day. 30, I know <laughs> it's a <laughs> lot, <laughs> like, even right now, I'm questioning how are 20,000 people following me on Instagram? Do you ever get recognized and stuff? Like, yeah, it actually happens it actually happens and it's I'm like I do <laughs> you I'm like no,
2: huh? not yeah. I'm still you charge for the autograph no no, <laughs> no I
0: don't <laughs> no I take pictures because it's nice to like leave a memory you know mm. interesting because they'll be like oh, yo wait your daylight soul that girl that speaks Korean I'm like yeah and I get really awkward and shy <laughs> which is like people don't expect because i'm out here with my phone recording good morning everybody what's up hope you guys have a good day kind of thing right when i get recognized i'm like yeah that's me and everybody i'm like i'm so sorry i'm being so awkward and shy right now but it's it's actually nice because alhamdulillah i've never like um come across anybody saying anything bad Mm. so it's always a good reaction like and sometimes they say things I'm like, I wish I could be as good that you mentioned me to be kind of thing. And I'm like, Oh may Allah make me that great, you mm, know? Mm. But it's just some things that they say are so overwhelming, so it's like, Wow, like you think so highly of me, that's just thank you so much, that just means a lot, honestly. Yeah. So what's the what's the
2: future? Like what do
0: you, how do you look at this YouTube thing or this social media thing? Really? Um, <laughs> what's the goal? Well I like I'm still kind of like deciding do I really want to be 100% like public in the future as well? Like let's say in the coming five years, 10 years, or do I want to live a life where it's just me, my family and God kind of thing? You know, um, if I was to gain more followers, of course I can't turn my back against them and be like, yeah, you guys stay away. (laughs) Um, I would love to lead a life where I feel like everybody that comes to my platform, whether it's Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, that they can feel like they gained something out of it rather than just wasting their time when they're watching me yes. like it, like whether it's islamically, whether it's like ilmi, like a dunya, you know mm. uh, anything just gather gain something from it rather than just lose on it so that's, that's how i see it yeah. what about your
2: architecture?
0: oh yeah um i don't know i would just love to go far in this career like i really want to do a lot with it um so when i'm done with my studies i, I might do my master's in another country or something after that I'll probably start working for like really good companies and stuff of course everybody wants to be a business owner in the future yeah. so probably later on um, do my own thing on the side back home yeah yeah and then like back home wherever it's needed and like mm. do what I can do what I can whether it's Financially, or like whether it's with my knowledge, mm. uh, power, and everything, just give give back as much as I can. I guess that's that's what my goal that in life. Right. Even me, as when I look at that person like, yeah, that bit yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah, they could be, be a bit better. better. Um, what I would love to do is I would love to um, I would love to like build schools, mm. uh, masjids and uh, maybe like open up orphanages, yeah. like things for you know that's mm-hmm. ko Cause i can build a fancy hotel like for the tourism if i want to mm. but i feel like that's not really me giving back to the to, about, to the need i don't know personally coaster. personally i'm not a fan of skyscrapers it <laughs> might sound crazy like they look nice but i'm not a fan of it do you know why because if i'm not wrong i feel like it's it's one of the i believe it's one of the signs of yeah it is right Mm. so it's like it's a scary thing so i don't want to be i don't want to be mentioned in (laughs) did you get it like skyscraper iman we're not doing
3: that
0: yeah subhanallah so no no but um well, I, I would I feel like you know one thing I noticed about myself is like I'm now I'm really involved in the in the masjid community and stuff mm-hmm. in Manchester oh yeah one of the reasons I decided to move to Manchester was because of Al Furqan as well and also because I found my course but more to what I like because in Sheffield it was more engineering based mm-hmm. and I studied at Salford in Manchester mm-hmm. and they had architecture engineering which was more architecture based and I loved it because they had a studio and right now well, I absolutely love it like I absolutely love it I I stay until like 10 11 at uni on my days off like literally just work of course it's very time consuming but i'm working on it that that because of that um the difference in that course and also because of the community I got into I got to know so many people at the masjid I felt like I had people looking out for me mm. so you know I don't have my family here so I felt mm. like I had people where I could feel like if anything happens I know people will be there for me mm-hmm. so that's why I moved from Sheffield because I'd never got to know anyone in the community and so on and so forth and I've just realized me helping out as much as I can with mm. whatever it is
4: mm. makes
0: me happy mm. and I feel like that state of contentment and happiness is something I want to. I don't want it to go down. Mm-hmm. I just want it to keep going up. And that's why I want to see myself do things in life where I feel like I can enjoy this. Like, I, I do kickboxing, like, about a year ago. Um, and I know that every time I go to my trainings, it makes me feel good. Like, it makes me feel like I've done something. So, you know that boost in the eye Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I woke up like this. No, it's not. It's not. So, um kickboxing i recently started horse riding mm-hmm. which is like if like yeah. on sundays yes yeah, so if i go horse riding that's gonna make me feel like i did something today i enrolled to to yeah yeah and yeah well i there's so many things that well i um and then what's it called i enrolled uh, into to do class um to do to yeah so my pronunciation of the um like quran is like way better um so and i can actually practice the rules and everything when it comes to the language um i, I started quran classes again mm-hmm. and i feel like when i'm doing something for me it's not do something big and then you'll be really happy for me it's like do these little things that make you, keep you going and will make your day feel like it was worth living so yeah so i i like to try out a lot of things like just do little things where I feel like oh my god I did this this was so much fun How about like you know
1: sky-diving? oh I've never done that would so you do it? I would love to yeah. Yeah, you don't want to go up on skyscrapers and then you huh? want to jump up that's <laughs> this she would
0: she l- said because of the sign she did <laughs> because she's scared <laughs> yeah, yeah. You
1: know, she's saying oh, I don't want to go up there no, no 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 it was
0: because of the sign of yeah. the no I would love to I would love to like there's so many things that I would love to do Allah like. I
1: just honest- imagine her jumping <laughs> Yeah,
0: no, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. You always record it, huh? Summer. I'm waiting for song. Are you gonna do it? Oh, yeah, have fun. Oh, yeah. No, it, it must be such a feeling to actually do it. I would love to experience that. I would love to experience that. But, yeah, but, yeah mm. true happiness and contentment, even though it can come from these little things, I feel like comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first. Mm. So, in everything that you do, if you prioritize ilahi, Like it'll make things easier for you. Mm -hmm. And I've realised that a lot. You know, sometimes I've been in a situation where I would have it so hard because I would be attached to either a person or an object or something and I would realise that why would my happiness depend on this friendship? And it made me realise that if I tie my happiness to Allah, like regardless what happens, Mm -hmm. whether things go good or not, when you have that faith, you know that Everything does happen for a reason. So even if something was to go bad, you won't feel as sad about it because you know Allah might have a bigger purpose. Yeah. But if a human being makes you sad, yeah. they don't have a bigger purpose. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Like They don't have a bigger purpose. They don't have another reason. They don't have another plan for you. Like They're not mm. going to make you sad. They do make you happy. So things like that made me realize that it's so important. And I feel like I kind of realized this through reading um, Yasmin Mujahid's book called Reclaim Your Heart. And the first chapter is about attachment, whether it's to people or whether it's to objects and materialistic things. And she explains as well how we want the best out of the best. Like, you know, everybody wants a big house, fancy cars, the latest, everything. Mm-hmm. And Wallahi, when you think about it, it does make sense why we would want that because it's in, in our fitrah, like in our natural state to want the best out of the best. Why? Because we all desire Jannah. Mm-hmm. And Jannah is like the best that, uh, that there is you get it mm-hmm. so it's natural for us to want the best constantly because like that's where we belong actually you know mm-hmm. so yeah um I realised that through a hard way wallahi, that when you tie your happiness to ilahi things just become easier for you like you go everyday thinking maybe today wasn't the best day but alhamdulillah I'm still alive you know um, alhamdulillah I've still got things going on and I know that Allah will make the situation easier for me but yeah
2: mm-hmm
0: yeah yeah it's a difficult one to reach though wallahi sometimes i see myself falling so short of it and just want to go back to that state
1: no but everyone has their moments yeah so yeah, yeah just because you are you feel that your iman is lower than the other person yeah probably the other person is going through something that you don't know or That's they're the lower email. than the iman. yeah it's just how life is really
0: mm-hmm. yeah wallahi it's so true i'm part of sci-fi so mm-hmm. right now we're doing um, February Fundraiser mm-hmm. um, and uh, we're raising money for Eden Project mm-hmm. this year which stands for um, Environment Development no it's Education Development no no, it's Environmental Development Education and Nonviolence <laughs> sorry
1: you start going like how I started pronouncing your name doing that yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. so uh, my challenge this month is actually to learn French Mm-hmm. yeah so i'm just challenging myself to raise money through learning french okay. so um because we're raising money so i want people to sponsor me for learning french basically so
1: people paid you to yeah. Not
0: pay me. They're yeah. donating to the charity. They're paying you. They yeah, technically <laughs> okay, <laughs> but like they're donating are you learn to French the, night? Huh? the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's that's my personal. Uh-huh. Um, people are doing different things like cycling, walking yeah. distances. Yeah.
1: No I know you're gonna. Yeah. I know that you're gonna learn French. Inshallah,
0: but, yeah.
1: Um, they so gave you money, Inshallah
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> But that's going to the charity. But yeah, okay. so that, that's what I'm challenging myself to do, Inshallah. Um, and i felt like if i can challenge myself to do something i might as well do something with languages because that's what i do Mm -hmm. um so that's what i'm involved in right now Mm -hmm. um so inshallah the finale dinner is going to be on the 28th and that's when everything's going to be revealed as in how much money uh we've raised this month um because sci-fi has been existing since like 2015 um been doing amazing projects throughout the year last year everything wallahi like it exceeded the limit that they thought like they ex- exceeded the goal that they thought they could reach you know mm. i think we raised a pounds within a month if i'm not wrong and then um so yeah this year i'm really excited to see um how it's going to go a lot of like somali societies at different universities are involved some mm. different countries are involved like last year canada australia um i think bulgaria was it was involved as well so it's just amazing to see so many young Somalis coming together and actually doing something to give back home basically so all of this is going to go to somalia
1: Brilliant. yeah yeah, yeah. told us that you were uh, doing a photo shoot is it for a shoot
0: oh no no i'm going to a um kind of like a party ish they're having their one year anniversary oh. but i had a shoot last weekend yeah
1: what was that all about
0: so a friend of mine um two friends of mine actually have two different clothing brands so the w- first day was like a friend of mine's clothing brand shout out to him um his brand is called Sakaria nor yeah mm-hmm. um so r- Sakaria ldn on instagram um and then another friend of mine called ayan she has her own clothing brand called vientocho 28 in spanish um that's what was going on i'm not (laughs) i'm not taking modeling as a career but if they (laughs) ask me to like if people because this this was actually this was actually more like organized amongst us but if someone reaches out to me which has happened before i got reached out for a shoot i'll say yes i'll be like okay you want you like my face okay (laughs) you know it'll be nice it'll be nice it'll be nice so yeah hijabis are doing amazing right now though have you guys not seen have you guys seen the new nike nike modest launch swimwear you have like the one with the nike down here. yeah no there's the whole swimwear no no i haven't seen that
1: i've seen the one
0: you have like like, ikram abdi and a few other like Uh, hijabi models on it like literally on nike
2: Obviously, but do you think that's a good thing? Ads so I I think they're just trying to
0: monetize the Muslims. The thing is, they're g- gaining audience from that. A lot of people, like obviously, will buy, especially Muslims, because it's catered to yeah. Muslims. Yeah. My personal opinion, mm-hmm. um, not putting anyone down in any sense, mm-hmm. like when it comes to that, is um, I pers- One of the reasons why I personally wouldn't want to make a career out of modeling mm-hmm. is because I feel like that itself goes against to so many things that i have in my head which what i, what I think of is okay and it's not okay mm-hmm. to get it um if it's like i don't know it's difficult to explain because everything is personal to you like you you'd personally think something is good or not depending on just how you feel about it what you what you know about it mm. um i'm not really i would i'm not really a fan of like full body pictures Mm. personally. Mm. And one of the reasons is I would just feel really awkward to have my whole body out there where people can just look at me. I'm not saying I would wear something really tight or anything, even if it's just flowy clothes. That's something that's really uncomfortable for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I might start posting outfit pictures on Instagram soon and I'm actually confident about it. You never know. Mm -hmm. But, um, there's certain things that you would personally prefer and prefer and some things that you don't prefer, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but what I would say is whoever's doing it out there is obviously smashing it if they're on like what is it called huge bands right now mm-hmm. um, and it's going well for them and as long as they, they, they're they covered in the right way I feel like that, that is a they would be a good um, inspiration or like a role model to other young hijabis mm-hmm. because that, it, that way it would help them to be like I can be covered and do anything mm-hmm. but when it comes to being a hijabi but let's say if you were forced by these agencies and stuff to kind of show a little bit of this and show a little bit of that it takes away the modesty from it Mm -hmm. and I feel like that way little girls are going to look up to them still regardless but because of what they're doing they're going to make it okay so like let's say this whole trend with leaving your hair out and stuff that's something okay it's one thing if your hijab is messy like mine right now is very messy (laughs) but another thing is as well if you style it it to be out that means that you had your intentions Were was for it to be out nothing really says it's okay but then again you normalizing it and the following generation seeing that, mm-hmm. that it will be okay to them and things like that i feel like could be stopped if you have models out here showing it's not okay do you get what i mean Mm -hmm. so alhamdulillah so far most of the hijabi models i've seen i don't see a strand of their hair sticking out like i mean when when either when they're on magazines on like uh like just just like yeah shots i've seen
3: Mm -hmm.
0: which is amazing like it's amazing to see because you don't want them to normalize something that's not adi you know Mm -hmm. so i mean as long as it's it's a win-win situation in everything in this world and in this business Mm -hmm. but as long as you stick to yeah, and he did that, and like actually try to preserve, uh, preserve that in a good way. I feel like they're doing, they're doing good.
4: Yeah, that's it's what I would true. say personally. My name is Mohamed Just jumping in well, here for a quick just one.
2: Just no a manager, AK, yeah, no Manager, you No. Know? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Nothing like that. Just uh, working behind the scenes. That's all the kind of... Uh, that's just the kind of guy I am. Alhamdulillah. But it's just about the, this particular topic that you guys have not mentioned. How that there is a trend going on with the hijab and night pro and so on. But I feel that it's also to do with the trying to promote women to more m- go into sports. I think what's going on is that there are some women who feel like they are... Um, that's a bit of restrictions for them not to be that they're not able to get into sports because Mm -hmm. there isn't particular clothing that they can have for them to exactly. go to
0: exactly and the availability of like female only sports is yes small.
4: exactly so that's the, so right now, this is what the uh, this is what Nike is trying to do to try and help them out on that oh pl- yeah on I that love that I love that exactly. I love that I love that so, and, and so this is what they're actually promoting and I think that's where the trend is coming from so it's um, it's it's on the rise but if you go if you go on Twitter on Instagram you'll see it like you know there'll be more and more pictures uh, popping no, up no
0: I love their campaign I love it I was even mm. at their launch yeah uh, um, I got that bottle from the launch as well I was at their launch their campaign I love it um, what I was speaking about was more like n- like other kind of modeling, and just modeling in general when it comes to that but um, as I was saying well, none of these models that were modeling for Nike it's not like yeah. they, they're, co- they're covered do you get what I mean it, they are covered so I'm not saying that they, they were not covered or anything like that I'm just saying, um, modeling in general. If in it's general, done yeah, in that way, exactly. it's a good way because little girls will look up to them and be like, "This is amazing." That's it. But if it would let you to do other things, little girls will look at it and it will be like, "This is not really a hijab." Do you get it? It's so what yeah. I'm saying is, the hijabi models I've seen so far are doing amazing because I've not really come across one single picture where I see where I see that they're doing something that's totally against.
4: You know mm-hmm. No I totally agree yeah, with you It's, yeah. it's, mod- it's like yeah. With modeling uh, In terms of modeling mm-hmm. itself It's going a little bit ex- extra You know The yeah. a Bit of hair And then probably the figure And so yeah. on Like you know It's not exactly But those are, the, those the,
0: are just Instagram models Do their the, thing That mm, are not signed exactly. By any agencies exactly. You but know They're not big brands Big names out here That's, that's it But then
4: yeah. again We need to define What is Like you know What is it's, hijab it's, And so on yeah. like, And what is hijab And what exactly, is modeling I yeah. think it's more Like two different things
0: Yeah it is It is Because because the modeling itself would t- take a, l- a lot away from what is modesty
4: yeah the definition you know, of
0: yeah it. so that's mm-hmm. why i'm saying to me personally it would be a more personal thing because it would have to do wh- with what do i feel comfortable around mm-hmm. you know what do i feel comfortable with um but wallahi the campaign that, Google go that got going on is amazing because the kickboxing i do it's a ladies only one yeah if i tell more girls about it they'll jump on it if there's a ladies' only football, they'll jump on it. If there's, mm. like, netball, basketball, we'll they'll jump on it.
4: Activities, yeah. yeah
0: and this. Yeah, you'll have your girly girl that just likes to sit at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, do her nails and doesn't really like sports. Generally, there are people that don't like it. But then you have a lot of girls that love sports, but... They never grew up getting the opportunity to actually do it oh, it's
2: funny you should say kickboxing because i know so many girls that are like yeah they say i've done kickboxing i'm doing kickboxing.
4: Mm-hmm, really yeah but you gotta understand nowadays have to, because they gotta learn how to defend themselves mm-hmm. so they, now they start to take on these kind of lessons but or even courses from
2: young, even from young there's a lot of girls that i know that say like, oh, I've done kickboxing since I was then. Yeah, I'll but if kickboxing. you Google
4: self-defense classes for women, you'll see them. Like, a whole, there's plenty yeah, of it. This yeah, is because of the things yeah. that's going on yeah. out there. But it's yeah. yeah. it's it's, it kickboxing there. and all of that yeah, is a whole it's part needed,
0: of it. Yeah,
4: it's <laughs> needed. It's, it's, it's really needed what nowadays. I
0: mean. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really
4: Listen, cool. Nowadays, it's we're really going to cool. get be enough, yo. So, us guys, you got to be... Watch out. Yo, the mandavs got to be watching out now. The girls are going to be protecting the mandavs now. Yeah. You know, know. Yeah. Yo, it's uh, like, yo, don't mess with me i got Halim here, I'm a side You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my
0: God. You know, one time I was trying to um, I was trying to play kick my brother, right? And I'm telling him, relax Stay in plays place, let me just do it And I'm like, I'm really inconsiderate Because I'll just go in with full force and be like, fat But
4: <laughs> I told you, now that it's changing Yeah, like, times are changing. but
0: then this guy, um, one time he was like My brother was like, Imad, this is not fun <laughs> It's
4: not happy. <laughs> How are you going to be so hard? Yeah, yeah well, that's crazy. The nowadays, so like right now. The advice I can say is for the random out there. Be careful out there because the women are. F- they're preparing <laughs> themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Join some classes. Get yourself <laughs> <Yeah>. fit because. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Again, being up on that out here. So that's just my moment of one minute. Same. Have you any? Have you got any last thing that you want to say to the audience or to your
2: yeah. public?
0: I'd probably go back to what I was mentioning before. In whatever you do, try to put Allah first. I would say. Mm. Um, Also, another thing I would like to share is when it comes to like having fun or enjoying your time, Mm. make sure that you having fun or you enjoying your time like daily mm-hmm. would contribute to your akhirah. as in get up to things that wouldn't really add sense to you and wouldn't really maybe you know it, like wouldn't give you any or hasana, but would still not put 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 your put your good deeds down mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be you doing good deeds every day mm-hmm. try to do as many good deeds as you can every day but also be very like god conscious that's one thing i would say
1: it's been a pleasure having you man same we'll see oh, you next time about you, but honestly
0: thank you guys so much no, for <laughs>